0: 1976. We are the champs. Three, two, one, here we go. Another week after the Pocono doubleheader and Kim's dog's going insane. I know, yeah. Do you, have, do you have an intruder?
1: No, but there's been rabbits in the yard, so he's probably.
0: Mm. Let him after him. See what he does.
1: This morning he didn't go after him. He had, he had to pee so bad. He saw the rabbit pee, and then by the time he was done, the rabbit had slipped out of the fence.
2: He ain't going to catch a rabbit anyway. You're like rabbits have been a uh, big problem here recently. I've got like two, at least two that have been running around in my backyard.
1: Have they been leaving the little pellet poop in your yard?
2: Yeah. Well, my mom was like, "You should, you should grow a garden in your backyard now that you got a backyard." And I was like, "Yeah, but there's rabbits, so." Eat a rabbit. That's not going to go well for a garden.
1: True.
2: Put a little fence up around it. A little rabbit wire fence. Yeah, that could be good. Could be good. Or take yeah. out the rabbits. Either way. Go way,
0: or just sit out there and put rabbit traps, and then have some rabbit stew.
2: Harvest the rabbits. Have you Harvest ever? them. Yeah. Have, have you ever had rabbit? No, it's not. It's, it's actually not bad. It's not bad. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. I had a buddy in college that uh, that basically tracked a rabbit and then uh, prepared the rabbit later on. So
1: rabbit stew. Mm.
2: Yeah. It, it was just rabbit on the grill. He did grilled rabbit. Grilled rabbit. Yes. Grilled, rabbit. It's very interesting. He's an interesting person. Sounds is, I'd like to try it at some point. Yeah, they Pretty sell nice. it. They sell it at the farmers market. So you can really, yeah. Oh, wow. Depending on which vendor you go to,
1: what does it taste chicken like? like?
2: Chicken. chicken. It's it's chickeny. I mean, everything <laughs> tastes like chicken, but
1: really, hmm. I would think it'd be like deerish.
2: Nah, oh, it's, it, the the one that uh, the rabbit that I had was gamey. Like it was, it didn't have the quite you know, it wasn't raised to be eaten.
1: All the more reason for it to taste more like deer than chicken, but I'll go with it.
2: Listen, we equate everything to chicken. When you taste a meat, it's like, oh, this tastes like chicken or steak.
1: What color is it?
2: It was sort of, uh, from what I remember, and this has been 10, 15 years, it was that sort of porkish, whitish, chickeny color.
0: So you just saw the color of the meat, and you're obviously... Your taste buds are already thinking, like, your mind's thinking, like, oh, it's going to taste like chicken. Yeah. So it's already in your head.
2: Right. Yeah. <laughs> fun so fact. every day. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know, a they could, fact. you know, Pocono's got a lot of wildlife and all that stuff up there. You see that transition that I did? They they showed a yeah. fox on the broadcast. Did. And
0: I, I about smoked a deer in my car on the way to the track Saturday morning. I. Uh, I have killed blocks. a
2: raccoon on the way to the track up there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It was it was very close. It was raining. Deer was was freaking out. Didn't know which way he was gonna go. But luckily he went the right way.
2: That would have probably, that would have been the worst. Didn't kill him with my Ford
0: explorer, I think I had. An explorer. I was gonna be exploring the carcass of a deer
2: but, oh. at that point it would oh, have, have been him. a Ford exploder. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's that joke.
2: Hey, that's what we are on this show. We are jokes. Or we are angels. Oh, we Chuck, I know you weren't
0: there. Kim was there. What'd you I think of the double header? Triple header, actually. Triple-header.
1: On yeah. Uh, it was a long day. I got 18,000 steps in on Sunday. So, a lot. Uh, geez, the truck and the extended race, it was like the truck race What was like a record number of cautions. And I was like, guys. And then I felt like the Xfinity series was like, watch the truck race and was like, hold my beer, let me show you what we can do. So we were basically on air nonstop from nine thirty a.m. until almost nine o'clock when the cup race was done. Yeah,
2: it's kind of like a like a little mini version of a Memorial Day weekend with three races in one day. Yeah, breakfast with eat, the trucks. I
1: did. It was cool that the truck race was so early, so because I I like breakfast and racing. Yeah,
2: wheels and grits. No, it doesn't quite work as uh, well as uh, the other version of grits and that other thing. Um, it was it, it it was an interesting couple of uh, races before the cup race on uh, Sunday. Um, I yeah. I I do. Yeah. What what were you watching them up there? Were you, what was your reaction watching the truck race and then the Xfinity race there? uh? ran um
0: a lot of dwarf stuff for sure uh they were ready to race ready to go uh they were sitting around you know for a little bit and uh, you know exciting and the races were good at the end for sure Uh, a lot of twists and turns from you know the leader of the truck race blowing a tire and then briscoe blowing a tire in the xfinity race but briscoe coming back and saving it Ended up winning it. It was was exciting. I enjoyed watching them on the same day.
2: I mean, how do you think it feels to be Brandon Jones to go from uh, the highest of highs to the lowest of lows? You'll have that. You'll (laughs) have that. I had that happen to me before we won a truck race. And
0: my first truck race I won in 2012 at Iowa, you know, on top of the world, whatever. Next week we go to Kentucky and I wreck in practice. And it's like, okay, this is cool. It shows you how quick they can turn around on you. For, Is it for the better or worse, yeah, so, his was only an,
2: an hour? hour. Yeah, well,
0: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, stuff happens. Roller coaster of emotions. Well, last
2: case of emotions. Hey, speaking of the roller coaster, when you've got two races in two days, what was that after the first race? What's the debrief like? What are you guys talking about? What are you going into to? head to that Sunday race, where Did how did you approach the weekend? Was it like this is one big race or this is two individual different things?
0: Well, oh, they're two individual different things, I thought. Uh, you know, just um, actually that you can almost, you know, you don't want to say the first race was like a practice session, but it kind of was. You know, I mean, it was a race, obviously, but you're actually able to debrief and talk about the changes you're going to make for tomorrow. So it almost felt like the first practice we've had in a long time. Um, but yeah, that, you know, those were good discussions that kind of got you back to almost the normal feeling weekend. Uh, um, but no, it was, it was good to just nice to be able to go back and after the race and figure out what you need to do to be better. And, um, actually hang out in the garage for a little bit. You know, after the first race, we drove our cars back to the garage and it was nice just to be in there. I haven't set foot in a garage in months. So, uh, it was nice to be able to hang out in there and not get kicked out if you were in there. But, um, yeah, it was almost like a big practice session, so that was nice. And, uh, you know, a lot of teams, I thought, got better for the second race, which is understandable because you actually have time to think about it. Well,
2: it was. I liked the...
0: go, go ahead, oh, Kim. Sorry. No, go ahead. The,
1: the lengths of the races I thought were perfect because the strategies were, like, crazy. Everybody was, like, on a different strategy, it felt like.
0: Yeah, it was weird. You had, like, three different groups of strategies that were going on, um, and any one of them could work out. You're almost banking on something to work out in your favor, whatever strategy you did. So, uh, Saturday's race, our strategy didn't work out. Uh, we had a caution where we didn't need it. And then Sunday's race didn't work out our strategy because we had a caution when we didn't need it, but I was involved in the caution that we didn't need. So that we kind of, I kind of put our own, put ourselves in a hole on that one.
2: That was, uh, I, I mean, it's never good when, when somebody wrecks, but I will say that, our camera guy, CJ, was in the right place at the right time and got the only angle of that incident. Like, TV didn't get it at all. Yeah.
0: It was unfortunate. I saw yeah. that angle, and it was like a close-up of the 18, and me flying in there, and they didn't yeah. show the lap car. We could, so like,
2: was, we could see it. Like, when when Stricker and I were watching it, you could see the lap car, and you could kind of tell that that had kind of hemmed in Kyle, so it was kind of one of those...
0: Yeah, well, what happened was uh, uh, we were racing Kyle pretty hard because we were on the same strategy as Kyle. It was like me, the 18, the 19, we we're on the same strategy. And we were leading in the second stage, and we all came in. All of us were top three, and we all came in, and we are on the same strategy. And he came out in front of me, so we were racing the heck out of him for like 15 laps um, because, I mean, he knew we both knew what we were going for, so he wasn't going to let me go. So we were trying to pass him, trying to pass him. And came up on, I don't even know who it was, it was a – black and pink car the 53 maybe and um we go in the tunnel and Kyle's like a handful of car lengths back and the 53 like enters low and then is like in the middle of the racetrack just not really aware of his surroundings at all and so Kyle was gonna go high and then like last minute 53 faded out so Kyle checked up and went low and at the same time I'm laying back to try to get a run on both of them to try to get Kyle I thought that was an opportunity And I didn't expect Kyle to just stop and turn left after he committed high, and then we just got together. So that sucked. He ended up getting wrecked. But uh, it was lap car kind of jacking everything up, um, not being very aware, which is unfortunate. But you'll have that.
1: I can't believe Kyle hasn't won yet. He was not that happy at the care center. But he wasn't, like, angry. He, like, had a weird answer, too, when I asked what happened. He's like, I know exactly what happened, but I don't want to say it. Because I don't want to get, you know, grief from my team or fans. I didn't know exactly what he was talking about, but
2: he said he said that uh, whatever he says, he'll get ridiculed for it either way. Was yeah. his, his response? And I, I ended up putting that in the recap that's on NASCAR.com. Um, but it, it was interesting because he like his. They were. Ta- I forgot what show it was that we were working on where we were talking about this. And Kyle Busch was doing better in the second race because, like you said, that sort of the first race acted kind of like a practice session, and he was doing better. And it's is Kyle? Are some of these other drivers like? Did they do better in the practice situation where you have a good car and it's decently set up, but you fine tune it during practice? And is that hurting any of the drivers in the competition? i think it's i mean
0: yeah i mean it can hurt anybody i mean no matter what it is you know practice just helps you out and you know either you you hit it right off the bat and you can tune on it or you're way off needs harder to tune on so um but yeah i mean i agree with him that you know practice is going to help everybody out you know just kind of having two 50 minute practices to kind of talk about what you need to do and prepare for the race that's going to help everybody out but uh um, you know, some teams might hit it maybe a little bit better right off the bat than others, but I think that's a weekly thing. Like we've been way off at the start of these races sometimes, and we've gotten better, or we've been really good to start and you know stayed pretty good. So it's just kind of, you know, but yeah, I think you know practice definitely would help everybody out. For sure.
1: I felt like there were a lot of like scuffles that didn't get attention, not like rivalries, but like Justin Haley and what Riley, and then. Gregson and Snyder, apparently there was a scuffle in the garage after the race. And then Boyer and Bowman, and I don't feel like any of those really got that much attention.
2: Well, I kind of wonder, I was thinking about this, the Boyer-Bowman one, and and then the wreck, like Blaney and Kyle Busch getting together, the fact that it wasn't covered as much on the broadcast. And I'm not, it was a long day for the broadcasters too. You know, they're covering three races and those camera guys yeah. are pretty much the same ones that are covering all three so it's a long day. I wonder if that played any role into missing that like cuz listening to the MRN broadcast they didn't even really see what happened with uh, Ryan and Kyle.
1: Yeah, and then I'll say we talked about Bowman and Boyer on the queue during the commercial but then nothing really happened. Like we were watching. I will say somebody told me after the Xfinity race that Gregson and Snyder got into it in the garage, like once they had parked their cars, but we had already started to our cup coverage, like it would overlap. So like we didn't have, plus we're not really supposed to be in the garage. So it's not like when you don't don't have
2: the, you You don't have the cameras that are covering like normal too. What
0: happened with Boyer and Bowman? I didn't even hear about
2: that. They were drag racing to the line at the end and got into each other a couple of. It looked like Darlington, um, Kyle or uh, Kurt and uh, Ricky Craven. It looked like that kind of finish where they were just bam, bam, bam. Yeah,
1: but then after the checkers, they continued like for like a lap, like doring each other. So I guess they just weren't happy. Yeah, hmm. I don't know.
2: I, I, w- I will give uh, um, Mike Joy. A lot of credit because he threw in a lot of alliteration there. He's like teammates Boyer and not Boyer Bowman and teammates Bowman and Byron battling with Boyer like tort like it was just b b b b b b battling to the finish. So he did a lot better than I just did. That's why he's on TV. Exactly, and I'm <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> on Zoom. Man. Hey hey hey. I can make a joke, but I'm not going to make a joke, but I will talk about the fact that we had a historic day and there was another historic thing that uh, happened. Cam Newton to the f- Patriots. I'll mark that.
1: Oh, wow. You are fired up She's about pissed. it.
2: Wow. I'm not you're a Cam Newton fan, huh? I'm well, a Cam Newton fan. Knew,
1: you already knew he wasn't back. I know. Been...
2: It's it's like a breakup. It's just that he went to the Pats yeah. that you're mad about. Yeah. I want Cam to win a Super Bowl. I think that he deserves to win a Super Bowl, and he will win a Super Bowl because he's good. He's a great he's the quarterback. The
0: it's just the Patriots. Any other what team? If he, if you're not going to be happy if he wins a Super Bowl with the Patriots?
2: I'm going to be happy for him. Hmm. Not for Belichick. Do, do we think he can?
1: With the Patriots.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a there is a possibility. I mean, I, I think Mahomes and uh, a couple other and uh a couple other quarterbacks might have something to say about it, but I think you could see a Patriots Buccaneers Super Bowl.
1: That would be funny. <laughs> um, I did see some memes where cuz you know how Cam gets all like uh dressed to the nines for like his yeah. post game pressers where they people had put him in like a Patriots type outfit, like this yes. big hat
0: and like the decorated. Oh, bed. I saw that. Yeah, I thought that was funny. It'd be cool if he did it.
2: Yeah, I
0: think it'd be a nice little gesture.
2: I mean, end of the day, like it's just the 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 fan base of the Patriots that I'm not a fan of, really. Um,
1: I've never really been a Patriots
2: fan. And I'm I'm that way with a lot of teams, like. I don't mind the the,
1: Eagles. the
2: team, the Steelers, the team of the Eagles, or the team of the Cowboys. Yeah, it's the Steelers. fans no, of all of those teams.
1: There's actually a lot of NFL teams I don't like.
2: <laughs> mm. Mm.
0: You guys are I very really judgmental. I don't yeah. really – as long as there's a good game, I don't really
2: care. who. Right. I'm just saying, like, I like I the teams. Know. I like the players. I like all of that. I just don't like how annoying some of the fan bases are when they come to uh, Bank of America Stadium.
0: Well, you know,
2: what you gonna do? You know, <laughs> act, act the fool. That's what I'm gonna do. Um, do they even know when they're gonna get started? Uh, there's I mean, they canceled the Hall of Fame game, so yeah. you, you won't have that. Which I mean, they were already talking about limiting preseason anyway. I, you know, baseball starting up in July, yeah, with July 23rd or so. Um, and the NFL is still on schedule, but. There's a lot of questions that are out there.
1: I think the NFL has a better chance of getting their season in than college football, just because there's so many more teams with college football. And you have to travel so much more.
2: Well, and the thing is, like, NASCAR is inherently easier to do in a pandemic because no, everyone is pretty much covered. Even, like, the pit crews are wearing PPE, basically. So yeah. Even the people that are in close enough contact, you're already taking a lot of precaution. Like football, you're up in somebody's face and you're sweating. I mean, there's a lot of potential for fluid exchange.
0: They're constantly touching people.
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: And exchanging
0: fluids. <laughs> it's a little odd, odd terminology,
2: but you know, hey, I, I understand what you're trying to say. Yeah.
1: That's the one that I hey. like that. I point, and you're probably like people have. Just
2: which just way? Like, which way did you point? Did you go like like? Like I'm pointing at Kim right now, and then Blaney, yeah, Blaney's there. I'm here. Yeah, I think I think that's the way it'll show up, but I don't know. No, who knows? I think if you're the, if if you're on
0: your, you're shown top left. Like if like on my phone, I'm top left. I think you're top left on your phone. Like I think the main user's oh. top left, and that's just built.
2: Yeah. Or not? Am I wrong? I think that's accurate.
1: Oh, um I don't know why it was reminded again. I'm my thought train of thought, your dad won this weekend.
0: Yeah, dad won. Um up at Sharon. Yeah. On Saturday, which was cool. Uh his first race of the year, so that was cool that he uh, was able to do it. They're getting ready. They got this All Star race uh, coming there. Um you know, before too long. So he's trying to get ready for that. But uh yeah, no, that was that was cool. Dad dad won one and uh so I know he's been working hard on getting that car ready so it's been cool. I'm not sure the next one he'll do, but uh he's going to run a handful this year. It'll be fun. So, I'm part owner. <laughs> I sponsor that car. So, yeah, oh, I expect really? big things from him, yeah.
2: So, do, you, do you think he uh thanked you when he got out of the car? Doubtful. <laughs> doubtful. Just really got to thank Ryan back at the shop uh really uh, give me a hot ride out here today. Uh
0: Yeah. yeah. I'm not part owner. I sponsor. I, my my foundation's on it. What? Well, so.
2: so then he gets out and says, We really gotta thank the Ryan Blaney Family Foundation yeah. for uh giving me a ride today, uh making yeah. it work.
0: I didn't put that in the in the contract uh, because there is no contract, so uh, I messed a, up on that. I should have had a written agreement. It's a handshake deal? Yeah, it was a handshake. I don't even think we shook hands. I think it was just a verbal yeah commitment. So yeah, I might have screwed. I gotta give it my lawyers after and <laughs> out what the hell I did wrong. So Need to get those, those mentions, man.
1: Yeah, count on them to
0: they're shady. Yeah. Shady people. Those driver owners, too, are very shady.
2: Well, yeah. With the uh, short track stuff, um, I've seen a lot of this on social media and Twitter. Uh, people have been talking about it, maybe working its way up to the bigger guys series. The The cone rule? Yeah, choose. The choose cone. Choose cone. Choose cone. Choose cone. Can you break that down? in a sort of way that makes sense because it, it, you know, it's what it's basically put a cone out there and you get to pick which way you go, but how does that actually help out in a race situation?
0: Yeah. Uh, so the all-star race, we're going to be doing the choose rule at Bristol. Um, finally, you have a cone. It's been something that we've been talking about with drivers and NASCAR for a long time and uh, little kids do it at, summer shootout at charlotte motor speedway so I'm, I'm hoping that we can figure it out as men uh, as yeah. grown-ups um so really what it is is you're going to set a cone out there on the start finish line and well, wherever they want to set it up, I'm, I'm guessing to be the start finish line and you have to choose what lane you want to line up in before you pass that cone and you have to go at the bottom or top of it they put it right in the middle of the racetrack if you choose the bottom before the cone you can't switch to the top you're there Um, so where that shakes things up is like, okay, you got a place like Bristol that, um, you know, usually the top is where you want to be for a little bit on the restart. So you could have the top three guys choose the top and you could be running fourth and you'd be like, all right, well, I'm gonna take a chance and choose the bottom. Um, it just gives opportunity. If there's a preferred lane racetrack, you know, and and guys like at Martinsville three or four choose the bottom, you can be like, all right, I'm fifth. I'm going to choose. I'm going to try to get a hole and take a chance. Um, it's just taking a chance and it makes it exciting, you know? So, uh, I think on short tracks, it's really cool to do, whether you do it on mile and a half or not, I don't think you need to. Um, but I think there's, yeah, there's multiple tracks. I feel like you can do it, but it's pretty simple. It's just, uh, it's an option for someone to take a chance If people want to play it safe and choose the preferred lane. Someone's going to jump up there and, and try to get some spots and hopefully or a hole or things to work out for. I think it's good. It's finally nice that, that we're doing it.
2: I want to I get the job as the guy that walks out and sets the cone out. Like, I think that'd be yeah. fun. Just walk out there and, like, make a show of it. Like, here is the cone. Mm-hmm. Choose. Do not choose poorly.
0: That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, uh like I said, little kids do it in the summer shootout. So, hopefully that grown-ups can make work yeah. and understand it. You say that. So, yeah, I say <laughs> that, but it'll probably go wrong. Someone will probably hit the cone, and it'll be a whole big deal. The
1: cone will for sure get hit. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, NASCAR could always uh, do what uh, we've done with the cone at uh, pit road entry and just paint an orange painted box. You must have Uh, all four tires below the orange painted box.
0: Oh, then you'll have people running over it and be like, no, I was here, no, I was here. I think they need to keep a cone up anyway on even the pit road box because then there's no... Question. There's no argument if you hit yeah. it or not. Yeah. yeah. There's stuff like that all the time. I'm like, oh it was all four hundred. Like, no, and it's always argument.
2: It's stuck in your wheel well. I see right. the orange yeah. cone right there right now. Yeah. I didn't it, hit it.
0: It's in the it's in the left front. Yeah. You definitely missed it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's wedged under the splitter. You hit it dead on.
0: Yeah, dead on. Yeah. But I think it's exciting. I'm t- I'm pumped up to see uh, how it's gonna work it'll change a lot of things up. I just I just think the All-Star Race of Bristol is going to be cool. Yeah. I mean,
2: I mean, that's definitely going to be interesting. Really exciting
0: one. So.
2: Well, well, they
1: they announced the format. Yeah. Uh
0: -uh. Not that I've seen.
1: I couldn't remember.
0: I don't believe so. 90%
2: sure they haven't.
1: Hmm. That's what I'm curious on. Yeah. Especially with it being a short track
2: line them up and let her rip. Hmm. Yeah. It's Bristol. Yeah, I, I mean what they're going to do. It's Bristol. Like
1: I do think the open is going to be way more fun. Not that it wasn't fun at Charlotte, but like short track racing and the open and racing into the to the uh All-Star, I just think it potentially sets up the open to be way more dramatic.
2: I mean, I think we've talked about it on here before. I'm a fan of moving the all-star race around because I think it showcases all-star talents on different types of tracks.
0: I think so. I think you should move it every couple of years. If not every year, just go to different parts and there's plenty of racetracks on the close to home that you can go to. That's a lot that you can make it work, but I agree. Hell yeah. I agree. Dale. Yeah.
2: Dale. Yeah. You talked about sponsorship earlier, and I have to give a shout out to one of your sponsors, uh, Menards. As we come back from commercial break, um, I got got by an ad the other day during uh, one of the Arca, or the the ARCA race. They had a deal on face masks for like fifty face masks for thirty dollars or thirty five dollars. Yeah. I was like,
1: "What? Yeah, you could make a profit and resell those."
2: I know. I'm not gonna. I'm hey. gonna keep them like in my car because now North Carolina it's like has money. North Carolina's. Although- Said are wear masks. the
1: disposable kind? Because I've yes. seen where like that's causing a problem.
2: How's that causing a problem?
1: Environmentally, like people are just oh. like throwing them; and they're ending up in like the oceans and in like the parks. And
2: yeah, dispose of your mask properly, people. Please <laughs> don't just. I have seen that. I have seen on my bike rides. I have seen masks on the ground, rubber gloves on the ground, other rubber things on the ground, like just. Yeah. People just dropping oh, wow. stuff. Oh, I mean, you know, snake skins. Ew. They're snake skins. It's a snake skin. <laughs> people having... <laughs> balloons? Yeah, balloons. Yeah. <laughs> Deflated balloons. Rel-
1: people having relations in the nature. I mean, there's not as many people around to yeah. catch you, I guess.
2: I feel like that's a pretty good way, though, to get the COVID, though, is relations
0: in nature. Probably, I feel like the people that are throwing their masks on the ground are the people that would yell at you for not wearing masks, <laughs> but they would just throw theirs on the ground and litter.
1: Probably.
2: I feel I feel like that's a safe safe. A, a I think assumption. I'm gonna buy
1: a new bike this week, speaking of biking.
2: Ooh, what you looking at, Kim?
1: A hybrid. Oh, there's a couple I'm looking at. Where are you looking? Have, uh places in Charlotte. The Marin Fairfax one. I'm I'm not gonna sit here and talk about bikes because it's gonna be like what the it's gonna put people to sleep. But yeah. I've heard that a lot of bikes are sold out because everybody wants to ride a bike now because they don't want to do public transit and they have more time on their hands and.
0: Mm-hmm. A What's fear. a hybrid?
1: Uh like.
2: Street, half electric, uh, half bike, or a no, th- is it a three-speed? Well,
1: like, what
2: is it? Three-speed. Like yeah, that, three gears.
1: Three-speed. I think sometimes it's it could be seven, but it's like a cross between like a cruiser and a mountain bike, so you can do a lot of different stuff with it.
2: You can uh-huh. you can get in the gears and uh, get some good gear ratios going and navigate the hills a lot better.
1: Yeah, because I feel like you need some gears when in Charlotte because there's mm-hmm. so many hills.
2: Or you really just work on your uh, your leg muscles and you can just power through them with that single speed. You just really like.
1: No, get doing there. a doing a hill with a single speed is torture. It is. It's like near impossible. I just walk it up the hill.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I just I try and sit down and just ride it up, but. Like you, do you said have a bike Brian a bicycle
1: yeah um know you have a bike do you have a bicycle
0: no I don't have a bicycle don't own one uh not a big bicycle person
2: When's I don't really live time?
0: anywhere where I would bicycle uh there's cyclists that are on my road all the time on Graham because it's not very populated and um there's some hills on it and stuff which you know makes it safer if they're on these back roads but uh uh, no, I don't bicycle. Nope. When's the
1: last When's the last time you were on a bicycle?
0: Uh, I probably rode a mountain bike about I don't know five years ago. I rode a mountain bike. That was the last time. I don't even know if I gonna ride a bicycle anymore. I'm gonna be honest with you. Oh, it's Running been that bike? long. Like there's there's nothing. No, 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 no. Three years ago, I rode bicycles in Amsterdam. That's how we got around. Oh, there you go. Um, that's like the, I mean, there's literally hundreds of thousands, if not millions of bicycles around that city. Yeah. And that's how you got around. We just rented bikes for a few days and you would cycle everywhere. So I think
1: it'd be and, okay because you know yeah. what they say, it's just like riding a bike.
0: Never forget. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Riding on, riding a little tiny rental bicycle uh, that has, it adds gears actually. It was like three speed. Uh, but riding on cobblestone, not very efficient.
1: Especially uh, if you're a dude.
0: Yeah. Especially if what? She said if you're, if a, dude,
1: you're, if you're a dude. If you're a dude.
0: Without that, and just it's hard to ride on yeah. cobblestone. And yeah,
2: the bouncing on the,
1: the boys is fun. Have lots of questions about men riding bikes.
2: Um, okay. I'm, go. I, I want to know what your question is.
1: It, I just wouldn't think it's that comfortable.
2: I mean, it's not like it's, I'm trying to think of the best way to say that. I mean, like, sitting on a seat like that is not the greatest feeling in the world, but it's not like anything really with uh, Junior and the Nut Brothers that's really uh, impacted as much. Because, I mean, I tend to wear like compression shorts Not
1: everybody does, though.
2: I feel like if you're riding, like, if you're seriously riding or going a long distance, you're going to invest in, like, either padded shorts or compression shorts.
0: Mm.
2: Truth. So you don't get saddle sore. I know a lot of them guys, like,
0: yeah, they ride a lot. They put, like, they have, like, those padded under the, in the area. Yeah. That goes all the way. Yeah,
2: under. that just helps him out on long rides. Yeah, it kind of looks like the, the padded shorts looks like the uh, pins slid into the uh, the lining yeah. of the shorts, so it comes mm-hmm. up and exactly, covers and adds another layer of yeah. uh, shock absorption.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Anyway, and and bicycles around Amsterdam on cobblestone. Being a guy trying to ride back to your hotel drunk is not ideal either. Not I wouldn't fun. think so. Yeah, yeah. I might have took a digger taking a digger. Cool. Uh. Sit so, over there on a bike, yeah.
2: I've heard people that's say like walking in Savannah on the cobblestone if you're drunk is actually easier, but I feel like that's a lie. And I feel like that would be the same thing with with riding a bike on cobblestone.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I've never Well, I don't know. I not I don't know. I don't know if walking on cobblestone would be easier or harder. I feel like it'd be harder.
1: Trying in heels. Not
2: fun. Drunken here. Better get on your tiptoes. Yeah. You are an Ohio guy. Did you see the, the story the other day? Uh, I think it was a week or two ago about uh, Columbus, Ohio, and the name change petition that's going around that has thousands of signatures? They want to change the name of Columbus, Ohio? Uh-huh. Really? You know what they want to change it to? What? Flavortown. Oh,
0: oh yeah! I saw the Guy Fieri thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, Go ahead. I don't give a shit.
1: (laughs) Uh, I will say I don't ever like. I know why they want to change it because of all of this, like Christopher Columbus, and he's not a good like role model. And naming things after him in statues. I'm aware that Columbus was named after Christopher Columbus, but I really never equate that city with Christopher. Like, I don't even like, I, when I read that, I was like, oh, that's right. He is named or it is named after Columbus, but that's never like top of mind.
2: But could you see it as the, as flavor town, USA, like flavor town, Ohio. Like I I think regardless of why you would want to change the name. I think if you're going to change the name of a town, it's like there's a town in uh, new Mexico truth or consequences, which was changed in the fifties. To after the game show called Truth or Consequences, so it's now T or C. So Flavor Town, you actually would then have a physical Flavor Town to go to.
1: I will say Guy Fieri's from there, so that makes sense. And believe it or not, there are some good spots in Cbus. I've had the best ribs of my life in Columbus at a speakeasy called Live and Seven Matchsticks, which I think I've talked about here um also delicious drinks there and there's a place called Catalina's that does breakfast tacos that are Do they have a wine and, what?
2: Do they have a wine mixer? Okay. Uh,
1: <laughs> well i going to say they're fantastic F bomb and they have pancake balls at Catalina's some of the best
2: balls you you've ever had
1: about some of the best balls you could ever put in your mouth um get the, if you ever go for the people that are listening to Catalina's in Columbus, get the pumpkin apple butter stuffed pancake balls. And then they serve it with Ohio barreled bourbon maple syrup. And it is delightful. So I'm all Ooh. for Columbus being renamed flavor town. Cause there's some good, Oh, and pizza, Natalie's pizza there. Yeah. Go for it. Flavor town. <laughs> I'm, I'm down for it.
2: Uh, yeah. I- Go on. I'd just love to see that on a map. Flavor Town.
0: Where are you headed? Uh, Flavor Town this weekend.
2: And then we could, you know, it's right down the road from Pound Town. Like it could be all yeah. kinds of things, you know.
0: Just have your own little community of
2: yeah. What's well, like Pen- Pound Town, Pennsylvania? Blue Ball is down the road from Intercourse. What? Yeah.
1: Is that a joke?
2: No, no. Blue Ball, Pennsylvania is a town, and it is near the town of Intercourse.
1: Interesting.
2: Yeah, you didn't you didn't know that? No, I thought everybody knew that. No, you didn't.
1: know that.
2: <laughs> yeah, Blue Ball, Pennsylvania is uh, East East Lancaster. Um,
1: is there a story behind why it's named that?
2: It's Amish country, so I'm sure there is some. Because uh, the
0: Amish don't have sex.
2: Probably intercourse is right near uh, Burden Hand as well. Um, I think and- they almost have sex all the time. I mean, they have a lot of kids. Well,
1: they do have a lot of kids.
2: That's true. Yeah. that's not, They probably live in intercourse, and then blue balls are like, I don't know. That's where all the single guys go. That's right. Um, huh. But, yeah, you've got paradises right down the road from intercourse as well, which is interesting. Oh. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. I feel so like if, you if you're mo- going to make the natural progression – your road trip needs to go blue balls, intercourse, paradise.
2: Which you could happen yeah. if you head uh, out of 23 or out 23, out of blue ball on 23, then uh, head down. I uh, can't see what road that is, but you Nine, can head down. To...
1: Well,
2: okay, okay, okay. <laughs> this is weird as shit. I am getting a phone call right now from whatever number this is from Ambler PA. The
1: phones are listening.
2: The phones are listening. Holy shit! Where's Ambler? I don't know where Ambler. Tell you
0: about is. a banging hotel deal in Blue Balls. that <laughs> there can get go. you
2: bed and breakfast. That is some weird. Where is Ambler? I'm looking this up now, because it, if it's near Blue Ball,
1: the phones are listening. The
2: phones are listening. Actually, it's closer to uh, Philly. It's closer over to Philly. Near Blue Bell. It's near Blue Bell, this. Pennsylvania.
1: Oh, I had to fly into uh, Philly on the way to Pocono, and then we did charter back. It was crazy. It only can be described as deserted. Like the Philly airport was deserted. And it, what is happening?
2: What? I don't oh, know what that started. was. Yeah.
0: Oh, sorry. I was. I'm on my. I'm sitting in my driveway, and I'm just like playing with rocks.
2: <laughs> <laughs> just sitting here playing with rocks. It was rocks. Yeah, yeah. Fourth um, of July is coming up. Figure we Parker. we could. Uh, we, I mean, the Xfinity series is going to be racing on the fourth. Um, before we get to talking about Indy and all that, uh, did you see that the? Uh, and I heard this last night, which made me think about it. There were fireworks going off um, in my neighborhood. Have you noticed at all, Kim? And I don't know if you would notice it out there where you are, Ryan. An increase in fireworks being shot off. This is kind of going off of the phone call conspiracy theory thing, too, mm-hmm. that they're listening. Have you noticed that at all?
1: I've only heard, like, one-time fireworks during all this pandemic stuff.
2: Ryan, have you noticed any? Not really. Gunshots, shots. But Cause that's they, about it, not fireworks. There has been an increase across the country in, like, big cities... Wow. Why I part of it I think is uh because people are bored and they're in quarantine and they're like, Oh, I'm gonna go buy some uh fireworks. But like last night it, it didn't sound like the normal like Fourth of July fireworks. It was like the bigger commercial sounding ones. Like there was a people are finding the the mortars.
0: Well like they went down to South Carolina. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. It's, it's not just like the beep type ones. Yeah, it you was a uh, North Carolina. No. Okay, I don't they have snakes and sparklers. They're my two favorite kinds.
1: <laughs> and um, what are the ones? Whisker dos The poppers that you throw in the. Whisker
2: don'ts.
1: That's what they're called.
2: Uh, poppers. No, they're called poppers. I know what you're talking about, but yeah, yeah they're called. They're, poppers.
1: Like, they're called a couple of the different things. Snap I think things. Like gator, gator snaps are yeah. one of them. At least in Florida, they were called gator snaps.
2: Yeah. Now I think the the from the one thing that I read illegal fireworks calls to illegal fire about in that I can't talk calls reporting illegal fireworks in Boston alone were up 2300% in May compared wow. to the same what? period from 2019 right. um yeah there's a couple of conspiracy theories out there if you feel like going down a rabbit hole um get on YouTube get on the internet and go down that rabbit hole I won't necessarily go into those conspiracy theories here um hmm. but just say that it's conditioning is as, as one of the things that people say it's conditioning. So What,
1: for conditioning? like the end of the world and hearing gunfire?
2: Something like that. That's one of the conspiracy theories. The most logical one that I think is that people are bored because they've been in quarantine, and they're like, I'm going to go across the line, get some fireworks, and set these off. Yeah,
0: that's the most logical explanation. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah.
0: uh, I'm thinking about going down to South Carolina the next couple of days and getting some, but I'm not sure yet.
2: Just don't, don't bring them across state lines. You're not allowed to? Just don't don't do that. Don't don't say you're gonna do that. Just saying.
0: Oh, I mean I'm gonna no, I'm gonna get him in South Carolina and then I'm gonna shoot him off in South Carolina.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Because you got a friend that lives in South South Carolina, Carolina, right? That's right. Yeah. You're gonna be hanging out down there? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Bob. Bob I think his name is. Yep. Bob Fireworkman. Um
0: Sheldon's. (laughs) Shelton's. Sheldon's firework. Yes. Companies. Has a house right there. Yeah. My old buddy. Old Sheldon. From grade school. (laughs) From school.
1: Can we talk about the IndyCar NASCAR?
2: Yeah. Sure. We can talk about the fact that the Xfinity Series is going to be running the road course. On the 4th. Okay.
1: The Xfinity Series runs the road. What's the schedule
2: Tell me again. Uh, all I know is that both of the NASCAR races, because I work for NASCAR at four o'clock uh, on uh, it's NBC's first weekend of doing the coverage. So uh, four oh, o'clock, you get the oh, I forgot uh, about that. Okay. Yeah. Um, I believe it's the Pennzoil 150 on uh, on Saturday, Solid. because, you know, there's I, I feel like the owner of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway has a connection to Pennzoil. I'm not sure. I feel there's like some I heard way that before. I think you, yeah. I'm not don't sure. You know
1: don't you know him, Ryan?
2: Uh, I've talked to him on the phone a couple times. That's yeah. about it.
1: Yeah. That's what I thought.
2: Um, that's did you did you get a did you get to talk to him after Talladega at all? RP. Uh, yeah, he sent me an email. <laughs> uh, an email. Dear, yeah. dearest Ryan.
0: Congratulations. Emails, texts. Uh, email um, signature. Actually, I called him. Uh, we were. All, I, I talked to him on the phone Sunday, actually, uh, before the race. And uh but yeah, I didn't uh but yeah. No, yeah. Uh yeah, He emails and checks and
1: Does he sign it to Roger? Does he sign it RP? Does he sign it the captain? Does it sign it Roger Penske? Like what does it say at the end of his email? RP. RP, okay.
0: Yeah. I feel like that varies though. I mean if he's sending people he that work for him emails, he's gonna say RP, but if it's like a Penske Corp email, it's gonna be Roger huh. Penske. Right. Yeah. Or maybe not, maybe just having everyone RP, like everyone knows. Not sure. But yeah, he signs off RP. And even his text, they say RP.
1: Uh, oh, okay. So,
0: just he what signs, he says.
1: He signs his text.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's an interesting yeah. play.
0: Yeah. He wants to make sure you know.
1: you know. You
0: know. Even though you got numbers number saved in your phone, he wants to make sure you know. So, it's good. What's
1: his contact? Do have a contact? Uh, you know how like on iPhones you can choose your contact and then share contact picture, picture? And share it with people?
0: No, he doesn't have that, no.
1: What do no, you have his contact picture as?
0: What do I have his as?
1: Yeah, you know how you can also set people's like?
0: No, his is just like, I don't know, it's just his initials like RP, oh. like the standard. Yeah.
1: I feel like you need no. to change that.
0: Just have like a captain's hat.
1: Yeah. Why not That'd be pretty cool or like a vintage photo of him, like a young photo of him. Yeah.
2: Maybe one of these days. Yeah. Young Roger. I'll get, I'll get creative. Ooh. Um, You asked about it, Kim, the schedule for the weekend. You've got the GMR grand prix, which is 80 laps at 12 PM. Uh, the what it says GMR <laughs> grand prix.
1: But the what you have to say? Grand grand prix. Grand Prix.
2: Grand prix. The grand Prix. The grand prix. It's a giant Grand pricks. Um, Grand Prix. Grand Prix. 80 laps, and that is at noon, um, which will kick off the Indy, triple, Indy NASCAR triple header weekend on NBC, 3 p.m. Uh, local. So that's 1 p.m. Eastern is that, then 3 p- 4 p.m. Eastern So the Pennzoil 150 at the Brickyard, and then Sunday mm. at 4 p.m. Eastern is the Big Machine's hand sanitizer 400 at the Brickyard sponsored by Big Machine Records I don't,
1: <laughs> I don't have to work it but I also don't know what if the, if there's restaurants open or if they're for takeout but for those of you I guess Ryan's the only one Ball and Biscuit in Indy is delightful and they do bacon on a stick
0: hmm
1: and they have like three different flavors, and it's super good. But again, I don't know what where they are in their phases and takeout and dining, and they also have good like, bourbon there,
0: like down in the city.
1: Uh, I mean, it's not that far away. The track's in the city. <laughs> uh, I forget which part of town it's in. Hold on.
2: Yeah, we can have a ball so and a know, biscuit We sugar. get there.
0: We get there Sunday morning and fly home Sunday night. So uh, oh, you're you- going yeah, there. Right
1: I forgot you guys are doing that. Well, for any of yeah. the listeners.
2: Yeah. So, I'm
0: going to but, St. Elmo's. That's my favorite restaurant in Indy. Yeah. St. Elmo's is killer.
2: You going to watch the uh, the Xfinity race on Saturday, see how the road course goes? Yeah. I'll watch both of them. Another full uh, day of racing?
0: Yeah. yeah. No, What's the your road course? Yeah, the Indy road course. I know they get a little bit of practice. Yeah. Uh, I think they're going to give them a little bit, which good. I mean, you can't just send them guys out. <laughs> Go! Some of them guys have really been on it. I think and the only guy who's run on it. Something.
2: Uh, Send- D Benedetto has, but he only was testing because he wasn't going to be running in the. I think yeah. they were using his as a neutral third party. Yeah,
0: I think Syndic's run on it in like a sports car or like a. Yeah. Indy Light or something. See those layout.
2: Be interested but to see. We were talking. Exciting. We were talking to Cole Pern yesterday, and he was talking about the fact that, like, normally at Indy on the weekend, you get a lot of rubber buildup because. You know, the Xfinity cars are going on the same circuit, and now that's going to be thrown off. They're going to be going the wrong way, turning this way, turning that way. Yeah. So be twists and turns at the Brickyard.
1: Did be Wild move back to Canada? Where's is, Where's is Cole living?
2: He lives in Canada. He's up in Canada. Yeah. yeah, he owns a ski resort in Canada, doesn't he? He's running one. What? Yeah, yeah, he's running a ski resort. Or, or running a ski really? resort. Yeah, yeah. And he's doing stuff on NASCAR.com, which you can check out on NASCAR.com. Yeah.
1: I knew he was doing that. I didn't know you had a skiers resort. That's pretty badass.
2: Yeah. Huh. It's good a for
1: Cole. Time. I always like Cole.
2: He's a good dude. And he's got he's got some really good insight. I'm plugging the hell out of the Cole Pern yeah, segment. That's it's fun to cut though. Like it really is because you've got Cole Pern, if you're not following him on Twitter, you have unleashed Cole Pern. Like Cole Pern that is not affiliated with a team who is just saying, Here's what I think. And I think that's an awesome take to have. It's a good; they're good hot takes from Colburn. Hot takes. Hot takes. Speaking of hot takes and hot cakes, is it about time to hit the old dusty trail? The dusty trail,
0: the Oregon Trail. Yes, I think it is. I'm hitting the you button. Got, you got talking about hot takes, and it reminded me of. Hot cakes like pancakes, mm-hmm. and Kim was
2: talking about bacon on a stick, and it's making me really, really hungry. I'm getting hungry too.
1: I'm starving. So
2: I did some fried green tomatoes last night, which were tasty.
1: Oh, look yeah. at you! Yeah,
2: getting fancy. Fried them. Uh huh. A little bit like of cornmeal. Hmm.
1: Did you do like a light fry? Yes. Like how much, how, how much batter did you put on
2: them? I mean, I like flopped them over a couple of times so they were covered. But I mean, I dipped them in some egg white and then did the thing and. Psh, Ride him in some olive oil. You hey,
0: yeah. God, chef! I'm Talk a, about you're going to get a job in Flavortown, USA. Before exactly. too long, exactly.
2: That's what I'm, I'm hoping for. C. Bush and C. Bus, Guy, guy yeah. Fieri, which he gets a bad rap, but he just wants to take people to Flavortown, bring joy to people's lives. So hey,
1: he gets a bad rap a for
2: that. Oh yeah, he, he People are like this guy with his his white tips and his uh, Hi, backward sunglasses. Yeah, and yeah. his flames on his shirt.
1: He's unapologetic about yeah. it, though.
2: He is. Yeah, it's been a style for years; like, it hasn't changed. Guy Fieri is Guy Fieri, and he just wants to bring you joy. Like, you can bring us joy by rating and reviewing in iTunes, subscribing on YouTube to uh, NASCAR's channel so you can get the updates for this, and uh, you know, calling people out for uh, being douche canoes. Like, you can bring us joy <laughs> by doing that. My
1: favorite term.
2: So, we thank you, glassholes.
1: You should have started this podcast with the, uh, all not all-time favorite, but uh, the Ricky Stenhouse Jr. audio, since this is the, technically the 4th of July episode. America,
2: 1776, we are the champs. It might be there. Sure. I don't know.
1: Put it in.
2: <laughs> we'll see.
1: That's what she said. <laughs> On that <laughs> yeah. note. Yeah.
2: Bye. See you guys next week. Bye.